Matthew chapter 1 verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. You imagine this scripture in today's time. That before they came together, she came home pregnant. And she told Joseph, don't worry about it. I ain't been with nobody. This is the Holy Ghost's baby. How would that fly in your house? Come on here. And then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Joseph is in the thick of everything here because first his wife comes home and says that she's pregnant. And Joseph, no, he ain't been with her. Then he goes to sleep and this angel appears. And I know we have heard about angels and we think they're these little bitty babies with a little wing on and a little pamper on and they flap a little bit. Well, that's not a biblical angel. Angels are these giant figures, these, these beings, and when they appear to you, that's why they always say first, fear not. And so, so now he has this dream, and it says, don't, don't trip um, on taking her as your wife, because that which she has conceived is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, somebody say a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. Jesus. Come on, say it loud. For he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, by the prophet, because God does nothing in the earth without first revealing it through his prophets. Saying, behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Verse 24. Then Joseph being raised from sleep did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son. And he called his name Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. The the uniqueness of this child made history, um, changed the world, actually drew a dividing line because now when you're talking about biblical history, you you have to determine everything, um, whether it was either B.C. before Christ or A.D. after his death. His birth was thousands of years of prophetic utterances by the prophets. He was born a baby. He was a baby, yet he made his mother. Because he was fully God and he was fully man. He was man because he hungered. He was God because he fed the 5,000. He was man because he got thirsty just like us. But then he was God because he walked on the water that he thirsted of. He was man because he got tired and he needed rest. But he was God because he also raised the dead. And so Christmas is our celebration of God in flesh. God in flesh. It is our celebration of God becoming man. 
Look at Isaiah chapter number 9. Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 6 says, For unto us a child is born. A child is born. A son is given. We'll talk about that. A child is born, but a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called, come on here, Wonderful. Come on, Counselor. Come on here, Mighty God. The Everlasting Father. The Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace shall there be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth and forever. And I like this part. And the zeal of the Lord shall perform it. A child was born. Human birth. He came through the birth canal of a woman. But a son was given because he was a part of the Trinity. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. And God gave his only son to us. So Christmas is not gifts only. It is not time off from work. It is not your favorite color. It's not trees and baskets. and It's, it's not that. It is a person. Christmas is a person. Look at your neighbor and say, did you know? Tell him, say, did you know? That Christmas was a person. Tell him, say, and his name is Jesus. So you cannot properly celebrate Christmas without this revelation. If you're celebrating Christmas apart from the person that is Christmas, I don't know what you're celebrating. Christmas is a person and his name is Jesus. Ultimately, ultimately, Christmas is about, catch this, sin. Look, look at Matthew chapter 1, go back to verse 21. Christmas is about sin. Oh Lord, where are you going with this reverend? Verse 21 of Matthew 1. And he shall bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. So you can't celebrate Christmas apart from knowing that I once was a wretch undone, but Jesus came to save us from our sins. That we had a sin issue. Humanity had a sin issue. But unto us a child was born and unto us a son was given and he came to save us from our sins. So if it wasn't for Jesus, there'd be no need for your tree at home. Be no need for your shopping that you've done all week. So Christmas, I make it very personal because he came to save us from our sins. Humanity had a sin problem. And God says, how can I get man reconciled back to me? How can I redeem man back to me? How can I get man back in right standing with me as he was in the Garden of Eden? He says, I got an idea. It's called the plan of redemption. Let me pull out of myself my son and send him to die for the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son for us. And that's why we celebrate Christmas. So you ought not eat a piece of pie or a piece of caramel cake. Bless God. You ought not have any dressing or yams or whatever you cooking this week until you first thank God for Jesus. Because if it had not been for Jesus, there would be no Christmas. So we're not celebrating elves and reindeers and snowmen and thank God for all of that. But if it had not been for Jesus... 
because I was sinking deep and are you gonna make me preach and I'm not trying to do that come on I got 11 minutes here so it's a celebration of God's answer for the sin issue in humanity <laughs> if there was no sin there would be no need for a savior and there would be no need for Christmas. So why do we celebrate? Number one, salvation is available to everybody that believes. Because of Jesus, you can be saved. Because of Jesus, you can be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. There is no other name under heaven whereby men must be saved than the name of Jesus. I got, I got to challenge you this morning because not just the world, but the church has taken Christ out of Christmas. Don't you tell me happy holidays. You tell me Merry Christmas because if it had not been for Jesus. <laughs> the holiday is my birth, my new birth, my born again day. And I wouldn't have that if it hadn't been for Jesus. So we celebrate first and foremost the fact that salvation is available to all. Somebody say all. all. Come on, say it loud. All. all. All that believe. Not just black folk, not just white folk, not just the Baptist or the Kojic, but everybody that believe. He told him in the book of Acts, what shall we do? He said, you in your house believe on Jesus. So the first reason we celebrate is if anybody's saving here anybody say anybody know that you're going to heaven to be with Jesus raise your hand real high you ought to thank God for Jesus every day that's why when you come in here you ain't got no business sitting around and waiting for nobody to dance for you or kick for you or sing for you because if it had not been for and you ain't got to wait till you get here you can give him praise every day I was on my way to hell. Was there anybody else on their way to hell? Because y'all do know hell is real, right? There's new doctrine that says, now hell ain't real. It's, you know, they, they done put the fire out and fired the devils. But that, that's a lie. Hell is still real. And I ain't going to hell for nobody. to go to hell. Hell no. That was, that was, that was, that was old, that was old Kojic holiness song. And so I would advise you today, if you're not saved, you know what I'd do if I wasn't saved? Because dark is getting darker. Old folks say like this, there's a storm out on the ocean <laughs> and it's moving this whole way. Hey, 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 if your soul's not anchored in Jesus, you will drift away. Hey, drift away, Lord. Drift away. You will surely if your soul's not See, it's interesting. If you ever, if I feel the Holy Ghost, if you ever, 
if you ever took a cruise and there's this big old ship. Anybody ever seen a cruise ship? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like a huge, I mean, this thing is like massive, Jack. You know, and, 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 and you, you looking at this thing and they dock somewhere. Um, sometimes they would do what's called a soft tender. We pull up to an island and, and you couldn't pull up to the actual land. They'd do a soft tender in the middle of the water and they drop the anchor. And I don't care how big this ship is. Once you drop that anchor, it ain't going to move. And the reason so many of y'all being tossed to and fro, because you ain't drop your anchor in Jesus. And when you drop your anchor in Jesus, life can come, family can come, but it does not matter because my soul is anchored. Oh. Ask your neighbor, say, is your soul anchored? I, I, I didn't say anchored in mama name. I didn't say anchored in your boo. I said anchored in Jesus. So the first reason, sit down. Now, I didn't know you was going to be on this organ. I'm just trying to give a nice Christmas speech today. I put on my, I put on my good suit for my Christmas speech. <laughs> so the first reason is <laughs> that salvation is available to all that believe. Number two reason we celebrate. Here's how we celebrate. Here's how we celebrate. Here's how we celebrate. Because we are forgiven. Our past has been erased. And because of Jesus, God sees us as righteous. Go to Romans chapter 5. Come on here. Look at this. I got, I got five minutes. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Come on. Romans chapter 5. Real quick. I got to show you this. So you won't say, he didn't give you no scriptures. The Reverend preached, he didn't give us no scriptures. Romans 5, verse 15, NLT. Look at the New Living Translation. But there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, brought death to many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace. Look at this term. And his gift of forgiveness to many through this other man Jesus Christ and the result of God's gracious gift is very different from the result of the one man's sin for Adam's sin led to condemnation but God's free gift leads to our being made right with God even though we are guilty of many sins for the sin of this one man Adam caused death to rule over many but even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness for all who receive it live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Yes, Adam's one sin brings condemnation for everyone. But Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship with God and new life for everyone. Because one person disobeyed God, many became sinners. But because one other person, Jesus, obeyed God, many will be made righteous. Jesus is the forgiveness of God. And because we are celebrating a God that forgave us, what better gift to give someone on Christmas than to forgive them? If we are celebrating a God that forgave us, the Bible says while we were yet sinners, 
we hadn't apologized, we hadn't got ourselves together while we were yet smoking weed, while we were yet acting the fool, while we were yet cutting up. He demonstrated, he showed his love for us by forgiving us. What better gift? What what better gift than to go over Big Mama house and say, how about it, Mama? I forgive you. How about it, my brother? I forgive you. Look, look, see how y'all looking at me? Look, see how you look at me? Action, do you hear what this man is telling you? Ask himself, who is it? Who is it? Ask himself, who is it? Look at your neighbor. Say, who is it that you need to be forgiven? That's enough right there. I said, that's enough right there. I told you last week. You know you've forgiven them when you give them access to you again. I told you last week, you know you've forgiven them when their success doesn't make you feel bad. You know you've forgiven them when their failures don't make you feel good. It's strong stuff. I told you last week, if, 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 if you got some with somebody or against somebody or something they got against you, or y'all in some kind of spat, and you see that they're not doing so well, and you feel kind of good about it, you've lost your tenderness of heart. If you rejoice in other folks' calamity, that's what she get. I'm glad she lost her car. I'm glad she didn't get the loan. I'm glad they fired her. That's why she get God don't like ugly. Well, he don't like none of us then because we all are capable of being ugly at some point. How many of y'all were ugly this morning? Come on, I ain't talking about your face. I'm talking about your heart. Because you can put on all the makeup you want. You can get the best outfit you want. But if your heart is still not right, you're still ugly. You show is ugly. See, we, we, even that movie, Pastor Kelly, look at that movie, and your average person will say, yeah, Miss Seeley, so was ugly. But she was the most beautiful person in that movie. Number three, my last point as I come to a close. I got one minute. The reason we celebrate, are you ready? We celebrate the demonstration of his love. God didn't just say that he loves us. He shows us. He demonstrates it to us. Listen to this. Every day. Even when you acting up. Even when we unfaithful, he demonstrates his faithfulness. How many of you know something you should have got or should have happened? But God... It could have went another way, but God. Don't make, don't, don't make me, don't make me. You know it should, you know it shouldn't even happen that way. You, you know you would do for some, some terrible things, but God. That's, that's called, that's called demonstration. You know, old folks say it like this: He, he kept me from danger, seen. Yeah. 
There's some stuff you ain't even aware of, but God. Some things should have happened, but God. Some things could have happened, but he demonstrated his love. And so we celebrate that. That's why we give gifts. We don't, we don't give gifts for gifts sake. We give gifts because I want to be like God and demonstrate my love for people. That's why it's not important about what's in the box. See, some of y'all already mad because you already figure I ain't going to get what I want. You'd have missed the whole purpose of the season. I, I, I wish my children would when they open up their stuff on two. I, I, I wish they would. I might just go laugh so y'all, I wish they would. Just, just act like you don't appreciate something. You don't, you don't just, just, just show me one glimpse. <laughs> Just, just show me. Just, just give me a, just a facial expression that you don't, you don't like. Hey, precious, how you doing? Just, just show me that you don't like the gift. Just open it up and be like, I, I, I'm hitting in the throat. I'm hitting right thumb right here. Oh, y'all taping this? I was just playing. Here is what you do. When somebody's demonstrating their love via a gift, stand up here, son. Bless you, man. There you go. That's all you do. What did you just say? I receive. I don't care if it's, I don't care if it's socks in there. I don't care if it's a two dollar gift card to Walmart in there. Flashlight from the dollar store. Don't matter what's in there. I receive. Thank you very much. Now I give you this, and you just look like. He can't do it. I can't. No, because I don't want to. He grown. I can hit him in the throat. The point. Sit down. I'm done. No, it's his birthday. I don't want to hit him in his throat on his birthday. He said no. I don't hit my kids anyway. <laughs> Some of y'all know y'all kids ungrateful. And if, listen, listen, and if you keep defending that behavior, now you're going to pay a lawyer to do it later. A gift, a demonstration. I know you got a list of what you wanted to get. And you texted to everybody and you've been dropping signs all year and you've been walking by and leaving stuff on the stove and on the refrigerator and just, you know, trying to give hints and all that. And that's all fine. But if you don't get it, if you never get it, we celebrate the gift of salvation. Now you sit down at the table and y'all eat whatever y'all cook and y'all smile and you have, even if you ain't got no gifts. Because somebody feel upset because I didn't win able to buy nothing this year. That's good. That's okay. It's all right. Go in your closet. And repack one of them shoes you ain't never wore. 
and put it under your own tree and open it up because you got you got a lot of men there. You got a lot of men there. You got clothes with the the tag still on it. Rewrap them. And open it up on Christmas and say, "Oh, look at this blouse." <laughs> A demonstration. For God so loved the world that he gave. And I I may give you a hug. I may give you a gift card. I may give you a smile. Whatever I give you, you're about to receive it. There you go. I receive. We celebrate one, salvation for all that believe. Two, we are forgiven. And three, the demonstration of his love for us. This Jesus ain't the reason for the season. He is the season. That's, that's what it's all about. Christmas is a person. So make your children quote a Bible verse or something before they open up them toys. Something about Jesus. Ask them where he was born. If they sat down on Pulaski, you got some work to do. I, I think he was born in Dallas. Dallas? Father, we thank you for the privilege of being in the body of Christ. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done for us. Thank you for the gift of salvation. Thank you for forgiving us. And thank you, Lord, for demonstrating your love for us. Not once, but continually. You love us. You embrace us. You call us your own. So this time of celebrating your birth, this time of celebrating your majesty, we recommit to keeping you at the center of this time of the year. For every person here, whether you're old or young or saved or unsaved, thank you, Lord, for what you did for us. We're grateful. We're thankful. Some of us are behind on our thank you, so today we at least try to catch up. Say, God, we thank you for life and health and strength and family. Thank you for being to us what we never could have imagined. Thank you for your grace, your favor, your peace, your joy that all belongs to us. It's, 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 It's our portion. We thank you for that. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us today that this is all about you. And so we celebrate you this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands if you've achieved that.